Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the Should I Delete That podcast. I'm Em Clarkson. I'm Alex Light. And today is an episode of Is It Just Me? Is it just me? Is it just me? Ah. 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 It needs ah. <laughs> Minty breath. Minty fresh. Mentos. Are you okay? No. <laughs> Tired. Um, okay, shall we start sweet or savoury? Just pick one. Uh, savoury. Okay, you start with a serious one then. We have one funny story. Something oh no, let's ease us in. I meant sweet. Let's ease us in with a with a with an embarrassing story. Okay, I have an embarrassing story. <laughs> um, hi girls, I've been meaning to email for quite some time, as mm. I have a hard relate to all of your fuck wittery and hilariously <laughs> cringy stories. <laughs> Love that fuck wittery. <laughs> I have so very many stories that you might want to offer my own. You might want to offer me my own weekly spot as I'm such a clumsy pleb and have 47 years of horrors that will make your toes curl with the ick. Okay. Therefore, I'm going to send you multiple emails like a complete psycho in the Love hope that. that you choose one. I'm an illustrator, so I work on my own a lot of the time and listen to your podcast when I'm drawing. When I don't draw quietly, I go into schools all over the world and draw in front of hundreds of kids. Yes, it really is the best job in the world. And as you can imagine, I have many kid-related stories. This one happened in a school. Okay. I was working in a primary school and needed to knit to the loo before my next drawing session. The visitors' toilets were miles away and I was short on time, so I thought I'd just hop into a gents' loo nearby. Now, these loos are not very often used, barely any male staff, and are filled with PE equipment, boxes of of Christmas decorations (laughs) and such like. This weird little toilet was inside what looked like a caretaker's cupboard. I scrambled between the boxes, eager to relieve myself. God, that's brave. How did she know it was plumbed? Anyway scramble between the maybe I'm foreshadowing I scramble between the boxes <laughs> eager to relieve myself I realised that the door lock was broken but it was too late and I had to get back to the hall sod it I had a wee and then realised there wasn't any loo roll shit I got behind me on a very high window ledge and there was a stack of loo rolls hallelujah with my knickers around my ankles and full moon out I quickly stood up and reached over to grab a roll when all of a sudden an old man burst through the friggin door and saw my whole massive white ass. the caretaker whose toilet it obviously was had smacked the door into my ass. I yelped in shock and horror and threw the giant loo oh, roll and lurched behind the door. I shoved my foot against the door, bit late now, had a wipe, I've never scrunched paper in my life, and pulled up my tights. Heart racing, I gingerly opened the toilet door. Now, if you had just mortified an innocent lady visitor, would you not have saved her blushes and gone elsewhere for a pee? Absolutely. I think, absolutely. I think this perv 
wanted to put a face to the moon as the caretaker <laughs> was standing and waiting outside this cupboard. I then had to awkwardly apologise whilst negotiating my way around boxes of clipboards and PE cones, squeezed past him whilst avoiding all eye contact and exit. I saw him in the staff room later and just died inside. An awful moment, but it makes people laugh. If it makes people laugh, it can only be a good thing. Oh, God, it's the fact that the door smacked into our ass as well. I know, because that's embarrassing. Also, like, any time that you're being... I always feel like... So, no, there's something about being bent over and then hit. You're just off your balance. You're off your game. You're it's, vulnerable. You're so vulnerable. And your butthole's in the air. <laughs> and I just feel like buttholes <sighs> should only face down. Although when she said full moon, I thought she meant fatty. <laughs> I didn't well, realise she that meant... too. It depends, it depends what kind of angle she was bent at. Oh, God. In his defence. Yeah. She was in his... In his office. She was... She w- to all intents yeah. and purposes. <laughs> she was taking a pee... I mean, it wasn't what he was expecting to see. But I mean, he should have. He should not have been there. You know, he should have gone after that. Oh yeah, he should have gone. He, should, he well should have gone. Yeah, yeah. But cheeks out of context, you run. You go. You, you do not. You do oh, not wait around. I think I told you this. I remember opening the door once to my friend on the loo, oh. clearly having a poop, and my mum's got like a like a hole, like the like a really oh. big mirror in her bathroom. So I opened the door, <laughs> and it was fine because he was on the loo. But I opened the door, oh, and gosh. I locked eyes with him through the mirror Yuck. it was like in Harry Potter too. like you couldn't make direct eye contact Yuck. like we were just petrified we weren't killed like we just saw each other through the mirror and it was like and then but unfortunately when you see him through the mirror I looked at his eyes and then I saw his whole body and I was like oh no that is no really naked. horrible and then I just had to slam the door and I just had to go and sit back at dinner and he just had to come back to dinner it was one of my mum's friends as well so it wasn't really like one of my friends so it was just like uncomfortable did you, did you mention it? no what was I going to no. say did you have a nice poo? Couldn't have said that. I find that incredible. I also would have given him a reprimand because we have a very, very, very strict rule at my mum's house that you don't poo in the downstairs loo. Oh, I, was, I enjoy that. I think that's not, really good. We, we wrote a poem yeah. during COVID. We wrote a poem because because we were bored and we had a poem that we laminated and put on the back of the door. How you don't poo in the downstairs loo. I feel like that is an unwritten rule in all houses. I think it should be. It definitely should be. It absolutely yeah. should be. I got home the other day. Mum's home, got home home. Yeah. And, my, and, my, and there's no one, and no one that I can see in the house. And I went through the house and I went to the loo because I was desperate for weeks. I've been in the car and I went to the loo. Yeah. Stank of poo. I was like, who's. That's really bad. Done this. Yeah. Shame who's on you. This? And it was one of my brother's friends. And the poor guy, because he obviously didn't know the rules. And it was really <laughs> sunny. So I think they'd been outside doing whatever people do in the summer. And they came back inside and Finn <sighs> went straight away. He went, yeah. I'm not going to say his name because it's embarrassing for him. But he went, yeah, he did a poo. He, did, he didn't know the rules, did a poo in the downstairs loo. And this poor guy who does not know me or my sister or my husband or anybody was like... Bless him. Yeah, he was like, oh, and, and we were all like, shame, boo. <laughs> did he not see the poem? The poem's gone. Ah, uh, it's gone, it's gone. See, you need to keep the poem up. Yeah, we also had... Uh, yeah, I mean, but it, it is an unspoken rule. Don't it is, poo in the downstairs loo. No, that feels very communal. You can in your own house. You know that no one's intimate. coming. I sometimes poo in the downstairs loo for a treat. For now. a treat. Well, yeah, because it's like, it's a whole ordeal if I've got to take Arlo upstairs. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just yeah, easier that's, that's now. that's a lot. Yeah. But you've got to be safe in the knowledge that yeah. no one's coming. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Also, Don't I hate subject people. other people's, like, downstairs because what if it doesn't go? What if you do a poo? I mean, we've read enough embarrassing stories on this podcast to know that it doesn't always go. It doesn't always go. No. Like, you've, oh my God, Al, I had a dream a couple of nights ago that, oh my God, I had a dream, I had a dream that I did such a big poo, like, I yeah. overflowed the loo. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> were you really desperate for a poo? I'm desperate you know, like, I woke up. In your dream when you're so thirsty and you just you dream yeah. that you're just drinking, drinking, drinking and nothing's quenching your thirst. Was it like that? I think that's when I'm really relieved when I woke up and I hadn't shut myself. <laughs> like, oh my God, so, yeah, so bad. I just had this like, this like, insatiable need to poo and it just like overflowed and everything and I was trying to hide it under the carpet in my mum's uh, bathroom oh my god that's yeah, really disgusting bad. anyway I felt bad for the guy that pooed in the downstairs loo but then it's like don't poo in the downstairs loo I know get, get a grip get a grip Clean did you shop. not learn some manners I know and it, like it does feel unspoken <sighs> name I, and shame no I'm just joking yeah it's called <laughs> <laughs> fine I've said his name no Daisy took it out but it's surname isn't it <laughs> get it <laughs> okay I am going to give us and is it just me it's a bit of a serious one ooh we haven't had one of those in a while yeah it is a serious one actually okay hi Em and Alex I've listened to the podcast for a long time now and I'm a huge fan Fan. it's helped me through hard periods in my life and I'm forever grateful to have something each week to look forward to thank you thank we love you, you. I moved abroad a year ago and found a job. And through this job, I found friends who have felt more like family. However, I recently found myself suffering a relapse with my eating disorder. And my friends have supported me through, but I'm still negotiating my way through to recovery. I currently shut myself down and pushed my friends away because I felt such guilt for the effort they were putting in and the hurt that I was causing them. I just wanted to continue my eating disorder behaviours without having to lie to anyone and with no friends, that just seemed easier. I don't want to interact with anyone or join social occasions as I get so much anxiety. I had a big argument with one of my closest friends and now I'm at a point where I'm alone with my eating disorder. I miss my friends, but I don't know how to reach out again as it's my fault and it was my decision to terminate communication. I don't know what to do as I'm struggling to understand why I did what I did. I caused a lot of hurt, but I felt like I was hurting them more and being a burden with my eating disorder. So it seemed better to just be alone. I'd love some advice or support or just to know I'm not alone. Anonymous. I want to give her a big hug. Um, I think maybe like you might be a better place to answer it. But for what it's worth, I think, like, I think you, know, you, you can recognise that you're not well and... That your illness has pushed you to do this and I think a lot of mental health illnesses cause us to think that we're better off alone and I think that's the power of them is that they do isolate us from our friends and from our people and so like I think stop blaming yourself for what's happened and who's to blame for how the relationships and I don't think they're ended forever like I'm sure there's a way back um but definitely what do you think exactly that I think it's a it's a mental health illness and they're really insidious and they permeate all areas of your life. And they are so pervasive in your own head that it doesn't leave much room for, for a social life. And it can be so much easier to just be alone. Like I, I, was, I was exactly the same. Like I just found myself just wanting to be alone, desiring to be alone because it, was, it just took over my whole life and I didn't have the capacity for anyone else for socializing I just couldn't I couldn't take it and I was and it's a weird thing anorexia and maybe people with addictions will have this same thing but it's like you're uh, sorry I, I don't mean to say anorexia an eating disorder because it's like it makes you feel like this false sense of like you're happy when you're just with your eating disorder like you're secure and it's like your best friend and it feels good like in the moment but ultimately it's so toxic mm. and it, it 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 like you said it isolates you and it leads you so far away from 
the connections in your life. But it's so important to understand that this is this is your mental health illness. Mm. This isn't you. It isn't the real you. It's what you're going through. And your friends will... I'm, I really hope that your friends would understand that. And if you were to explain to them, like, I'm so sorry that I did that. And explain what you explained to us. Like, that seems so reasonable and normal to me. And And... I think if they are your true friends and they're, you know, reasonable and understanding, they will understand why you pushed them away, why you isolated yourself and they will let you back in again. And it sounds like they're worth fighting for as well. You said that, you know, you made these friends and they felt more like family. They're worth fighting for and it's worth a a chance to get them back. So I think what you do is communicate with them. Even writing something like this, like you've written to us, even just writing something like this to them and sending it to them and saying like, I just, with no expectations, I just want you to know. Yeah. This is what's happened. This is why, this is why I've I've removed myself. I think writing it's so powerful. Yeah. Um, Because there's no, you won't get sidetracked or... Right. Like, you know, you'll get to your point and like, and they can process it in their own way. Um, and express yourself exactly how you want to and say everything that you really want to say. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, one of the biggest things for me about, like, growing up is that you realise people aren't going to be the same. Like, I think maybe when you're at school or, like, when you're younger and your your relationships... Like, I think we view relationships or friendships as quite two-dimensional when we're at school and it's, like, maybe because we literally only have these people in this mm. context. So it's, like, oh, I like hanging out with Daisy because Daisy's good at skipping and I like skipping. And then it's, like, a bit <laughs> yeah. later, it's, like, I like hanging out with Katie because Katie and I both smoke cigarettes behind the... You know, like, yeah. we kind of... We have our different friends for different things mm. and I think, like accepting each other and you, like you say I'll just say you, you know you, you had friends your friends feel more like family and I think it's at that point that you have to realise that a friendship takes on another dimension and when it is just a two-dimensional friendship and when you've got work friends or you've got home friends or you've got whatever like you don't need that much from your people but when you mm. have friends that are like family and I've got friends like that and friendships like that that are like you know so much more than just friends then you you have to accept a lot of that person and you have to Mm. accept that not every bit's going to be easy not every bit's going to be palatable not every bit's even going to be that nice but like on balance the person's still worth it and I don't think we talk about that very much like we do in relationship about compromise and about Mm. expectations and I just don't think we do that with friendships very often and it's like you kind of you get to look at this person and on balance decide what you want to do with them Mm. because you can see their that you can see their all and that's really nice and I think like framing this in another way your friends have seen your all now Mm. and they will I think be a lot more receptive than you think for accepting what you're going through because we do get to a point as we get older that we just realize everybody's carrying their own shit and Mm. like and that's okay Mm. and you can move past it you hurt you've hurt yourself and they'll see that here I I think you'll have hurt yourself a lot more than you'll have hurt Mm. them and I think they'll see that too. Yeah. And I think it's going to be all right. I think like, yeah, like I think I said, so. write it down. I think so. And if you put yourself in their position, like how would you feel if they came, if the reverse had happened and then they, they came to you and just said like, look, I'm so sorry, this is why it happened and I want to fix it. Then I'm pretty sure that you'd be like, of course, mm-hmm. like I, I don't understand. I don't understand, yeah. but I get it. And let's move on. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I had a friend that I've not fell out with, but I guess definitely grew apart from, and maybe there was a bit of like falling out. And mm. it was years ago, it was in like 2015, maybe. Mm. And I think in 2018, and I'm not saying you need to wait three years, but in 2018, I got a message from her, not too dissimilar to the one we're suggesting that you send, basically saying that she was she'd been quite unwell. Yeah. And could we meet? And we went out for dinner, and it was lovely. It was just lovely. Yeah. Um, That's really nice. And like, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, of course. Like, and I just, I think we talked about this in an episode with Jack recently about how there are no justified resentments. And I just don't think mm. anything that you've you've done will be that bad. I just, I agree. I, yeah. yeah. I think they're going to be absolutely fine. I think it's going to be fine. Things are so much bigger when you like keep them bottled up in your own head. But I bet, I bet you make some kind of action on this and it will be... Instant relief and you'll see like fairly quickly that it's all going to be okay. It's no mad thing that our heads do. That I know. build stuff up I know. to be so fucking massive and then so you do big. the thing and it's like, <laughs> oh, that was the thing. I know, so easy. Like it took me, how, like I had to send a big scary email recently, didn't I? Yeah. And how long did it take? About six weeks? <laughs> and then I sent it and I literally replied to you like that night, be like, it's all resolved. Like the other person replied in like half an hour. I was like, oh, well done. <laughs> There's that task that could have taken two minutes but took six weeks and two minutes. It is mad what the mind can do, though. We're bad like that. We're we are bad. Like We're our own, our own worst enemy. Like we stand we make, in our own way. It was so much. We make the biggest mountains for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, honestly, so the like, best case scenarios, mm. most, most of the things I face are moguls. And I treat them like I've got to fucking summit Mount Mount Everest every morning. Moguls. <laughs> like, they would be easy. I could I could hop over them. Hurdles, best case. And I treat them like fucking volcanoes. I'm like, oh no. Like, this is absolutely no reason for this. Yeah. I hate I myself it. for it, honestly. Alex asked me to do like the easiest tasks in the world. I just don't do them. I just don't do them. For no good reason. I do get that. I can't change the sheets. You not? No. Such a mental block with it. You can't change the sheets. Mm, no, I mean, I, I I can, but it's like one of the hardest things that I do in my life, apart from cooking. Taking them off or putting them back on again? Because putting them back oh, on again is hell. Taking them off. I can I can take them off. Oh, yeah, you can I take them off. I just can't put them back on again. I mean, I can, but like... I don't. It sounds ridiculous, but I will cry. I will cry. I will get frustrated, really frustrated with myself. Like, really, really mad at myself. At which point? Mattress or duvet? Uh, duvet. Duvet. You, you do the trick, though, right? Stand on the bed and Inside wiggle out. it. And no, I just 
no, it's going to upset me. Like, let's move on. Really? <laughs> it really stresses me out. And how do you out. handle the fitted, the fitted mattress situation, the fitted bottom Oh, I sheet. like that. That's fine. That's easy. Because I can see all four... That, that makes sense to me. That's all figured out. Like, uh-huh. it's the duvet that's like... There's four corners, but there's two sheets. There's technically like eight corners, and then there's the corners of the duvet. There's only four corners. And then if you get it in, into the duvet. No, but then even if you get them in, and then not all the corners go into the corners, and so you've got like I just get mad and frustrated, and it's like going back to trying to learn things in geography that I just couldn't get my head around, and I fucking hate it. So okay. I'm not good when I don't understand stuff. I get really mad. I have some follow up questions. One. <sighs> How often do you not change the sheets? How often are the sheets changed? So, uh, probably like once or twice a week. And oh is... no, no, sorry. Either once every two weeks or once a week. Depends. Okay. And then what does so Dave does them? I start. <laughs> I start and, you, and a... I get mad. Oh, see. You have to be tactical. You've got to play the long game here. I do pillow. I'm like, oh, babe, we forgot to put the sheets on. So then together yeah. we'll do it. And I'm like, oh, I'll take the pillows. Oh, I love the pillows. Easy. Easy. Easy search. Easy, yeah. It's a fucking duvet that I just can't, I just can't bear. I've got a video of me, but really tragic when I had COVID and I'd been like festering in my own sheets for so long. <laughs> and it literally took me like... Could it say like I an hour that. to change the sheets? <laughs> I didn't even have the energy to pick up the duvet. I was like, oh my God, this is bleak. And all the buttons. I was like, well, there's so many fu- Why can't they put pop- poppers on bed sheets? Buttons always come off as well. I think there has got to be a hack. Like people have got to come up with bed sheets that are easy to put on. Or you we can't be in the washing machine. In 2023. Yeah, that's a good idea. We can't be in 2023 and still having to do this. Yeah, surely there is a way because I put, I've got a rug. I've got a rug from Ruggable that I can put in the washing machine. Same, dog one. Yeah. yeah. Although, I say this, but I've I've been reading stuff recently about how, like, the industrialisation... Is it bad for the environment? No. Oh, industrialisation? Microfibres. The, how like the, all the machines that we've that have been invented to like help us you know like washing machines and everything dishwashers and everything yeah. like that have actually contributed to like poorer mental health did a man write this study because he wants to encourage more women to do more, no. more good things? Do something with your hands. No, it's Get back sun. to those dishes. It's a really good mindfulness no. exercise. <laughs> Want to feel cleansed? Put the sage stick down. Get the washing machine going. This sounds like a classic Daily Mail male no. expert to keep women busy. It's interesting. It's a psychiatrist called Dr. Anna Lemke and she talks about how we basically we don't work for our rewards anymore. Oh, that's a bit of you. And that's why we, like, the richer countries where we have more access to things that help us not work towards our rewards, we just get the rewards without the work. Mm. That's why we're unhappier. Oh, my God, because we don't really get, interesting. like... That is interesting. Yeah, because we, like... I've seen that with toasters. I'm like, in the olden days, you must have appreciated a piece of toast so much more because you had to, like... Yeah, work for it. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Throwing it further back, you'd have to make the bread. Like you couldn't just buy the bread, right? You'd have to make the bread, right? Yeah, and you'd have and to like yeah. catch the deer to kill it and then eat it, which arguably make me a lot to less. Catch the happy. deer, 
I don't know, the cow. You'd have to catch cows. Like, I imagine catching a cow is incredibly Sorry, easy. we just went from bread to... Well, yes, you'd have to kill your food. Ki- okay, okay, fine. Yeah, I was fine, like, okay, you don't but... need deer for bread, Em. No, no, you don't need deer for bread. <laughs> but I mean, like, okay, it's not exactly a rewarding sport, catching and killing a cow. Like, they're slow. Like, you could catch a cow, oh, no drama. Yeah. Catch a sheep, no drama. Yeah. Catching a deer, on the other hand. Now, that's hard A lot work. of drama. A lot of drama. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I meant in terms of, like, the... Yeah, I guess, I guess that does make sense. I think it does. She says that we have like, we pro- no, she she says this, but I think this is definitely true. Like we process pain and pleasure in the same part of our brain. And when we have too much pleasure without the pain, it automatically like, it. Te- keep, like keeps us tipped to a pain balance. Like mental wow. health issues. Really, really interesting. So should, we should be like hand washing our clothes. And... I don't think so. But like we should be doing more things that give us pain and not in like a, oh I my God, that. unbearable way. But like things like exercise They're and fine. like, that's why people love ice baths. That makes sense because I'm quite happy. Did you know that um, cocaine raises our dopamine levels by 2.5? Yeah. And so does ice bathing. I know, I love that. But I but cocaine only lasts for nine minutes or peaks at nine minutes and ice bathing lasts for hours and hours. Well, just as well, because you can't take an ice bath with you everywhere you go and you can take cocaine wherever you want. That's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. yeah. Practically, yeah, like it's probably keep, best to do cocaine. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> people keep making this comparison to me and I'm like, yeah, fine, okay. But also like, I'd probably rather do go get them. But like ice baths look horrible. I want to do an ice bath. I want to know. Should we go? Yeah, we go I'm really keen. One? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I basically really have been it. doing it because I'm in the Irish Sea all summer, but yeah. Yeah. Basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it yeah, does look I'm, a bit horrible. It does. I'm a bit of a pussy with stuff like that, but... I, I want the dopamine though. Could just do cocaine now. Could just do cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck the ice fuck it, yeah. Um Probably about the same price. <laughs> probably. Um, People buy them. That's the problem with the ice bath. I think it's like it becomes a it becomes a, a, a sort of cornerstone of a personality if you're not careful. Oh, ice bath. Oh, I can't get Definitely. out. Of, I can't spell up the date. <laughs> ice bath. <laughs> Yeah, but I want to be that. I want to be that. I want to do that. Be that. Oh, this is the drum kit. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's the Peloton. <laughs> I don't think I can afford an ice bath though. Unfortunately, it's the, it's the meditation app. Also, you have to. You have to put. Do you have to put ice in your bath every morning to do it? Oh my god, what? Sorry. Surely, it just come full of ice. Exactly. So you so have to wake that. up every morning. But in that case, why would you buy one? Why wouldn't you just put your bath outside? Why don't you just fill your own bath with ice? Uh, this is what she means. Everything's too easy. Surely not. Surely not. Surely the ice bath makes its own ice. Ice, ice That baby. must be really expensive. Yeah, because otherwise, what are you paying for? You just get a big bucket and sit in that. Like a, like a cooler box. Like a beer bowl. Wow. No, you really do have to do it yourself. So why do you have to pay so much for one? I then? don't know. Yeah, honestly, cooking sounding easier to me. Uh, fuck that. Oh my god, proper guess how much a proper ice bath is. Guess, 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 guess. No, guess, guess. Guess. I'm guessing. Three 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 hundred and fifty pounds. Four thousand four hundred and ninety-nine pounds. Oh, and you have to still put your own ice in it. For that. No, sorry. That is that is a massive fucking freezer box. That's like, my mum's got one of those. It's lasted since like nineteen ninety two. It's just in the shed. That's yeah. insane. No, literally. No, literally. Sorry, that's insane. And you have to put your own ice in there. That is absolutely because I'm not being funny. Insane. Why have it got to be that big? Because you're not going to you know, you're not going <gasps> to swim in it. You're not going to lie in it for like ages. You're in and out. I've seen the videos on TikTok. People get it and they go. Phew, phew, phew. 
Literally, get <laughs> and out. And then get out again. 4,500 quid. Why don't you just use a wheelie bin? Seen on ITV this morning, I don't care. Why it, don't you use a wheelie where bin? Where it was on, 4,000 like, pounds. No, like, sorry, yeah, wheelie bin. I don't, like, literally, that's just that's just it. Okay. People sitting in it. Either put a, put, a, put a stool in a wheelie bin or just go in your own bath, which presumably wow. you have. Because I don't think a bath is that much. A bath is like, what I said, like a couple of hundred pounds. Fuck. Just put I Why do people have to do it mad. outside? Just That's put mad. ice in your own bath. Yeah. But if you're going to do that anyway. I mean, I'm guessing you can keep ice in there. I'm guessing yeah, you, surely for that it's price. Good, if you stay in there for like more than five minutes and you'll get frostbite and hypothermia, so you can't stay in there for that long. But, but surely you can keep your ice in there for like days on end. See, this is what... Oh, maybe. This is what the woman... She's right. Like, humans are weird. Like, why have we created this incredibly uncomfortable situation for us that's so expensive when we could just do something equally uncomfortable for free? Like, there's loads of other shit stuff I'd rather do for free. Yeah. Or like, hmm, no, probably not because I'm a marketer's dream, so... I'll see that and I'll be like, yeah, I should get, I should You'll get have it on order bath. tonight. I, I mean, I won't. I'll be like, what is this credit card bill? For four and a half thousand pounds, what for a tub? I wouldn't fit in my own wheelie bin though because it's too small. It's not on wheels. I haven't got a wheelie bin. You don't get wheelie bins in London. You just have bins. They're not big enough for me. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's ridiculous. You could just fill your own bath. You also only need like a bit of ice and then just fill the rest with cold water, right? Yeah. Surely. Yeah. But why can't you just get in your own bath? I'm actually really stressed out about this now. It's bad, isn't it? It's really bad. Consumerism is absolutely bonkers. Uh, Outrageous. But yeah, she's right. Because we... Why are we creating this much pain for ourselves? We'd be be better off making stuff more more pleasurable. And there must be something really wrong with this that we've got to... We're like, here's some pain for £4,000. And we're like... £4,500. Sorry, £4,500 for pain. Because you're not getting enough of it because of your dishwasher and your washing machine. So here's something incredibly painful and expensive that's more expensive than your washing machine, tumble dryer and dishwasher put together. Outrageous. I loved my dishwasher. 100%. One of the best things ever. Although Dave insists on rinsing everything before he puts it in, which drives me coconuts. He's absolutely right, though. Otherwise, the filter's going to get blocked. I can't. I can't. I can't get into this. Because I know what'll happen. The filter gets blocked. Whose job is it to unfix it? Dave. But the filter never gets blocked. No, you don't, it does. It doesn't because you because you because you rinse them. No, because I don't rinse them, and I do most of the dishwashing. And does Dave do most of the filter cleaning? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's why he's so hell bent on rinsing them. Have you ever cleaned a washing machine filter? No. Yeah. Do, don't but also don't plan on it either. I mean, like it can save in the remit of like eight hundred pounds because you have to get a new one if you don't clean it enough. But when I cleaned mine, because my dishwasher, my washing machine was like gross, because I'm not, I've not got stomach for it right oh, now. Oh, that was really bad. I found like two false nails. Not mine. <laughs> I put a video on my Instagram. Do you not remember this? It was a couple of years ago. I, put a, I did it as a reel. And a key. I found my own house key. That was useful. Nice, useful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, clean it. I mean, you find That's really sorts. weird because Dave found loads of false nails in the washing machine and was like, what are these? I was like, I don't know. I never wear false nails. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I found false nails Ugh, in mine as well. That's really sick. Hmm. Gorgeous. Maybe Alex and Dave are training to be manicurists <laughs> without telling us. I follow a girl on Instagram whose boyfriend does her nails and he's getting better and better and better. And it's so good. He's doing the best nail art. I'm like, this could be us, Dave. <laughs> but you're shit. And he's too busy changing the sheets, <laughs> cleaning doing... the washing machine filter, yeah. dish, rinsing, rinsing the, the dishwasher. 
Porsche. Yeah, he's a busy man. He's a busy man. This isn't just me. It's been chaotic. Chaos. Then <laughs> I've women down with around the houses. I can't even remember where we started. I but don't know. But anyway. I know that, yeah, we're not going to buy one, but we're going to get in a nice bath together and it'll be horrible. Yes, it will be horrible. I'm excited though. Okay. I can't wait for the cocaine effect after. Yeah, I just want to... Can we just put it on record? We are not endorsing cocaine. No. Go spend all your money on it a nice bath a joke. instead. Sorry, it was all a joke. A bad joke. Okay, bad joke. Love Ice you. baths over cocaine. Bye. 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 Should I delete that is part of the ACAST Creator Network.